0: Welcome back in to another episode of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. I'm Clay Sweet, and as always, on the other side of the mic, Jeff Lonsett, the producer and director, co-host of the podcast. Jeff, uh, we're going to put a bow on 2020 in a special way. We've got a special guest lined up as our interview this week.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, two episodes in one week. You had a great interview with uh – uh. Our previous guest just a couple days ago, Bo Wallace, taking over some uh, some offensive duties at PRCC, so great interview there, and now to wrap up 2020, and actually to wrap up the week, as it's a Friday, we're going to uh, have another good interview.
0: Yeah, we'll have new head football coach at Southern Miss, Will Hall, and I've got a chance to steal about 20 or 22 minutes of Will Hall's time, and really dove deep into his expectations at Southern Miss and what that offense will look like, what he's going to um, potentially add on the defensive staff. He wouldn't name names, but if you're uh, on social media, you've pretty well gotten a picture of that. So I'm, of course, partial, but I thought it was a pretty in-depth interview, Jeff, and so I look forward to the reaction from the listeners and boy, he just brings a certain energy and swagger, and confidence about him, and I think that'll show through the interview.
1: Yeah, and he really does. If you uh, are on social media, anybody listening, and uh, I'm sure all all of you are, that's how you find us, but a uh, great uh, quote from him was, this was the job he's always wanted. So <laughs> he's coming home, uh, so to speak, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi guy, but coming home to Southern Miss, and uh, a big win last night for Southern Miss. Kind of a, a uh, you know, an interview type process for the team itself, and you know, for some of the coaches that are on the staff uh, right now.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, Jeff. And they played like that. Me and Easton, as we watched, that's my ten-year-old. He kind of uh, asked, you know, is Coach Hall coaching this ballgame? game? And we went through uh, the process of what that looked like. And of course, he was not coaching, but he was there. And as you mentioned. They played with a certain energy and just like that made a good first impression, I'm sure, on Coach Hall.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. And like I said, not you know, in college uh players are on scholarships. Uh scholarships can be taken. People do transfer, you know, we all know the logistics of the NCAA. But like I said, also some of them coaches that were down there, some of the uh enthusiasm they were given. Uh Coach Hall was set back and he's got his finger on it since day one being announced by the athletic director, Jeremy McLean, So uh, kind of an interview process, but I, I think uh, I think they're heading in the right direction.
0: I really do too, Jeff. And, you know, a
1: guy that we had on the podcast a couple,
0: couple weeks ago, we've had him on probably close to ten times now, somebody that you and I think the world of and certainly has the pulse on Mississippi athletics. And that's Rick Cleveland, and he had a really cool tweet last night tipping his cap. To that staff, similar to what you just said, uh, Jeff, the staff that stuck around, the players that stuck around at Southern Miss uh, didn't always play great football. I mean, that goes with the record that you saw just their third win last night, but no quit in that bunch last night. And uh, a bunch that really could have came out and laid down and not too many people would have thought, had a second thought about it, but played inspired football and really finished strong, says so a lot about, Uh, the characters of the guys that stuck it out
1: yeah and it, it really did and uh just like the coaches clay i'm gonna allude into something else a little closer to me and you i want to thank the sponsors for the podcast that have stuck by us this is season five but we've been doing it maybe what three three and a half years we break it up into different fall and different spring seasons as far as that goes but uh season five episode 24 will be this episode and I'd like to thank the sponsors and everybody that stuck by us, had faith in us getting their product or getting their name heard, so to speak, on the podcast. And, Clay, I alluded to you the other day that we're approaching, knock on wood, we're approaching the 50,000 mark as far as listens for the podcast.
0: Oh, man, that's pretty incredible, Jeff. Yeah, we've been certainly blessed here on the podcast. And, you know, we've gotten some guests we probably shouldn't have gotten, man. But, uh <laughs> The Lord's put them in in front of them and and put a yes in their mouth when we've asked them. And so, uh, certainly thankful for our sponsors, our listeners, and then the guests, Jeff. You know, there's probably some better podcasts out there, but I know one thing, they haven't sold any more books than ours have this year when you look (laughs) at uh, Jeff Perlman, um, Jeff Duncan, Wright Thompson, Rick Cleveland certainly sold his share in his day as well. So uh, it's been a phenomenal year when it comes to, yes, when a lot of stuff's been rotting around us, man, and just terrible news, uh, we've been able to, I hope, bring our listeners a little joy each week and kind of take their minds off uh, what was going on around them. And then we dove in some heavy issues as, uh, as the world around us needed us to we tackled those as well so a very good year on the podcast i can't thank you enough for what you do for this podcast also uh, for our friday nights and the production it takes to host popperville football on the mix lor app through our podcast group so thank you to you jeff and as we said thank you to our sponsors and our listeners sit back and enjoy the interview with head football coach will hall here on the talking ball y'all podcast
2: Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital, and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we are reshaping the mammography experience. We are the only facility in the region offering a 3D mammogram with the lowest patient dose of radiation, all with increased comfort and confidence. Our goal is quality care for you and your family through the compassionate application of advanced medicine. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. We are certainly honored today to be joined by the new head coach of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles, Coach Will Hall. Coach Hall, thanks for taking time for the podcast.
3: Man, I'm excited to be with you guys today, and you know, obviously fired up to be to be at Southern Miss, and uh, you know a place with such a rich and storied tradition and a great history uh, back in the state of Mississippi, where I'm from, and know so many people, and uh, excited to get this thing going and uh, get the program back. Winning championships like it's supposed to be doing,
2: Coach. Let's start with last night's ball game. We know you were there. Tell us what you saw out of that resilient bunch, really finishing out a a crazy year in a strong fashion last night.
3: Yeah, you know, can't say enough about these kids and uh, you know the previous coaches staff holding this thing together. uh, Thought the staff did a great job. Also thought the kids did a great job. You know that. It speaks a lot about, you know, again, the history of this place. I mean, this place expects to win, expects to play tough, hard note football. And uh, you could tell those kids, man, they were back having fun last night and uh, really got after them. And, uh, you know, Florida Atlantic's a team that has won this league, uh, I think just two years ago, won a bunch of games, and then uh, was having a good season this year. So they've got good players. That are used to winning, and uh, boy, I just thought we manhandled them last night. You know, we won by two scores, and then uh, you know we had two turnovers early in the game. to Still, what they were overcoming. So, you know, the talent is not depleted here. We've got good players. It's just a matter of uh, you know structure, organization, detailed plans in all phases of the program, and uh, building a new culture. And uh, I think, I think, like I said to everybody, I think we can get this thing turned around really quickly.
2: Coach, when you look at the way that the new rules with COVID and and then re, of course the recruiting trail, what will the numbers game kind of look like for you and your new staff when it comes to returning players and what you can add to? Have y'all been able to kind of figure out what the numbers could potentially look like?
3: Yes. Yeah, so we're only going to take thirteen in this in this class uh, because the way the roster was managed, you know, previously. And, uh, so we'll be looking to add 13 guys and, uh, that'll be a, a mix of high school and transfers because we've got to, 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 fix some, uh, immediate needs with bringing in new schemes. And then after that, we're looking forward to next year's class being back to 25, uh, where we can try to sign the greatest high school class in Southern Miss history, uh, especially with a lot of local guys. And all that. In this class, out of the 13, we're looking to add two quarterbacks. You know, we got to get some more competition in that room. And uh, and then after that, looking to add some size on the D-line, we feel really good about some of the, the lateral quickness and and, uh, and twitch and and, 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 and you know, ability to move Type tight D-line that we have. We just want to get a little more size there. We want to get a little more depth in the secondary, uh, specifically guys that can play man coverage. So, we can match all the spread personnel groupings that offense is running this conference. And uh, so, and then we want to add probably at least two old linemen uh, to, to the offensive line mix as well.
2: Coach, was that kind of the first order of business? Obviously, the staff and then kind of looking at uh, the needs for next year. Or what? Let me ask you that. What was your first order of business as you got started?
3: First order of business has been, you know, to retain all these kids and get them to come back and play another year. Uh, That's been number one is, hey, you know, I I want you here. You chose Southern Miss for a reason. I chose Southern Miss for a reason. Let's band together on this thing and, uh, you know, I'll stay and get back moving. Second order business was hiring a staff, you know, and really I was doing both those things at the same time. I want a staff full of great men that wants to impact lives and also are great teachers because we're on intricate systems in all phases. And then, uh, you know, third is recruiting because, uh, you know, how we're going to spend those 13 spots obviously depends a lot on who's coming back. And uh, there were some spots that weren't affected in any way by who's coming back and who's not, but uh, but, but some were. So I've uh, been working through that like a madman. <laughs> I feel really good about where we're headed.
2: Coach, your energy, man, and just congratulations on that opening press conference. I thought that was a a grand slam uh, from a Southern Miss perspective. But how has that energy been received by the current team and then any kind of pulse that you can get uh, from recruits?
3: I think it's been good. You know, uh, there's so many people. Uh, from the surrounding area that have known me for a long time and know what I'm about. So with recruits, it's easy to connect them to somebody that's known me for a long time that's about who I am and uh, validate me, if you will, with these kids. Uh, you know, I've coached a lot of them's folks. I've uh, grown up with a lot of them's coaches or played with their coaches. So there's just a lot of validity there to who I am, what my character is, and how I'm going to treat them. There's also a lot of validity there to, to, you know, I've been a winner. I've won everywhere I've been. I know how to win. I've got a great detailed plan <clears throat> to get that done. All right? And then you've got a place in Southern Miss that's always won. You know, even our bad stretches of time, uh, you know, where we've had periods where we didn't win as much, we still won more games than a lot of people did And uh, we've won a lot of championships. We've been a ton of bowl games. We put a ton of people into the NFL, so when you combine our history and our tradition and our location to good players, when you combine that with my history and my track record, uh, you know it, it's been a good sale for recruits, and we feel good about where we're headed.
2: Coach, if you would uh, oblige me, man, I'd like to throw some names at you and just get some quick responses. Uh. To these names, some guys you've either played for or, or coached with. We'll start with uh, Bobby Hall.
3: Yeah. Okay. So Bobby Hall, great motivator, uh, great, great rallier of communities, uh, unbelievable at getting people to buy in and believe in what he wants them to do. And uh, you know the old cliche of man, I'd run through the wall for him. There's a whole lot of people still walking this earth that would run through the wall for Bobby Hall. Hmm.
2: Coach Maxfield.
3: Scott Maxfield, tremendous football coach, unbelievable football coach. One of the very few people walking planet Earth that can coach every position. You're talking about a guy that played O-line, been a successful O-line coach, shattered records as a coordinator coaching quarterback, has also been a Division One defensive coordinator at Northwestern State, but he can coach every position on the field.
2: Coach Hudspeth.
3: Mark Hudspeth, tremendously detailed, organized, uh, down to the minute details, uh, great plan, good energy, uh, and and just a great organizer.
2: And then Coach Fritz, your most recent stop.
3: Yeah, uh, really treats people the way they want to be treated. Everybody feels important. Uh, from the janitor all the way to the, uh, to the best football player on the team. Everybody's treated the same. Nobody's treated the way you would want to be treated. And uh, just a great leader of men.
2: Coach, how excited are you to be at Southern Miss when you look at the fertile recruiting grounds of the state of Mississippi? You know, just close within an hour, hour and a half. Of Hattiesburg, some teams having a lot of success last week in the state championships on all classifications. How cool is that for you to be able to uh, not have to go very far to find good football players?
3: Oh, it's been awesome. You know, and uh, like I said in my press conference, I understand last names and what they mean. Uh, you know, for instance, we, you know, I mean, I, well, I can't name any names; it might get us in trouble. But, <laughs> yeah, let's don't but, do that. But I Coach. understand. I understand what it means to be a last name from Bastille hmm. or a different last name from Louisville, and uh, and so on and so forth. You know, and I understand if you got that last name. Not only does that mean you can play, but that means everybody I know your your uncles, your aunts, your, your cousins, all of them could play too. You know, and uh, so. It's been great to be back where there's so much familiarity with that, uh, to know the history of all these schools, because I'm a Mississippi football historian. That's how I grew up. And, uh, you know, so that's been awesome. It's just been a neat deal. It's been neat to see all the high school coaches in the state and their enthusiasm for what's going on here. They're so fired up, you know, to have a program that's going to open their doors. It's going to be a home to them where they can come and clinic and camp and talk ball and just be around and be a part. So uh, excited about all that, and that brings a lot of value. See, look, man, I'm a guy that cares about Mississippi. I'm a guy that wants to help lift Mississippi up, and I understand that if we can be a service to the high school football coaches and, and help them out, that's only going to help the kids, which is going to, in turn, you know, help, help the state. I understand if we can win football games, that matters in Mississippi, and that's only going up help the surrounding community uh, from, a, from a pride standpoint, for sure, but also from an economic standpoint. Uh, when you're winning football games, everybody makes more money, everybody spends more money, everybody has more fun. So I think that responsibility is very steep, and I'm excited about uh, being a part of
2: it. Coach, let's get into the X's and O's, what Southern Miss fans can expect. We've... We know tempo, and we know that you're going to do a lot of things, but what will that look like, uh, Coach, when when you're putting together a staff? And then I guess my second part of that, how in the world, man, do you practice week in, week out, and get these uh, young student athletes to retain everything that goes into y'all's game plan?
3: Yeah, so, uh, you know, from a teaching perspective, uh, you want to have a great foundation, uh, you know, you want to use all the new age teaching tools that, that people use from, you know, PowerPoints to videos to this. you know, technology is just unbelievable nowadays what you could do. And then uh, I'm a psychology major, so I'm big on, you know, how people learn, uh, how you can tie it in. So, for instance, we never just name something to name it. So, like, we don't just name a play blue or, you know, or, you know floor or anything like that we'll just name it some random word just because somebody named it that a long time ago everything is going to be word associated to help them uh learn it again that's my psychology background for instance we've got a pass play called disco well that's d-i-s-k-o well that stands for dig with Mm -hmm. a shallow cross okay Uh, d-i-s-k-o dig with a shallow cross so you know, everything. That's just an example of how things tied in to help them relate it and help them learn it. And uh, I'm big on, the, on on the teaching method. As far as what the schemes are gonna look like, you know, offensively we want to be a multiple personnel pro style offense that plays fast. You know, we want to. Have tight ends and running backs all over the field so people don't know what formations we're going to line up in. So we can line up in a bunch of formational groupings, whether it looks like a spread look or a power look. We want to build a run and throw, uh, and do what is dictated by what the defense has given us. We want to build an offense that's centered around developing quarterbacks. Uh, that's, that's what all great programs do. There's great programs that have always had good quarterbacks. All right, and there's programs that, you know, are always bad at quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, You know, I say all the time that if Tom Brady would have got drafted by the Browns and Tim Couch would have got drafted by the Patriots, it would probably be a whole lot different for sure. both those men. I still think the Patriots would have won, and I still think the Browns would have lost, you know. And uh, and I'm not saying Tim Couch would have been Tom Brady, but I think it would have been a whole lot different, you know. And uh, so – we want to be a program that nurtures the quarterback position, that helps it grow and develop, and uh, we've always been able to do that. Defensively, we want to be a multiple, three-man front, four-man front. Uh, we want to be able to match personnel, what the offense is doing. We want to be able to play some man coverage, but not be silly with that. And, uh, you know, we want to be great at situational football. A lot of times nowadays, offenses are going to move the ball between the 20s. We want to be great at third down. We want to be great in the red zone, you know, and uh, I think we're going to do that. And in the kicking game, we're going to play our best players. Uh, I think that's critical. Uh, we're going to, you know, all our offensive defensive starters are going to be demanded to to be on two of the four main special teams. Uh, so we're playing our best players on it because that, that, that matters as much as the other two. So that's kind of just a brief quick explanation best i can do
2: right there coach when you look at your different stops and of course an excellent um, quarterback on the junior college level and then also at north alabama started with your dad and a triple option look and then went spread with coach maxfield how does all that knowledge and then your film study really go into creating conflict for the defense especially what you've mentioned there inside the red zone where it Gets into tighter spaces.
3: Yeah, so you know, uh, you know, growing up as an option guy with my dad, uh, just it 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 helped impact the way I think from a numbers standpoint. Option football is I'm all about angles and numbers, so that's been huge. And uh, and then I go to college, and you know, we scattered records at Northwest. Coach Maxfield was on the forefront of no-huddle spread, playing fast. Uh, when nobody else was, and then played for uh, Coach husband at the UNA, kind of consolidated those two schemes, ran a lot of ops and out of the gum, but we were also spread principles in the passing game. So, as a player, got to see a lot of different ways of doing it. And as a coach, you know, I got connected to Bobby Petrino early on through my college roommate, Chip Long, was now the OC at Tulane. Uh, he was under Coach Petrino for four years. That was huge for my career and affected the way I thought because, you know, from, I mean, Southern Miss used to have a lot of great battles with Coach Petrino. I mean, from 99 through, all the way through 2010, you know, the offensive run that Bobby Petrino went on at Louisville through to Arkansas was just incredible. It's just a great, uh, was an NFL offensive coordinator and head coach, just a great football coach that has always developed quarterback. So uh, that's kind of been, The people that have impacted the most, I guess, my
2: offensive philosophy. Coach, I'm not sure if you're ready to name um, guys that you've added to your staff, but guys that are going to complement your style of coaching. And then what does it look like to try to find a defensive coordinator or a defensive staff that's going to complement what you want to do on offense? What's the thought process on that?
3: I lost you right quick. Could you say that one more time? I'm sorry
2: yeah coach just uh looking on the defensive side of the ball um a guy or a staff that's going to complement what you've already mentioned wanting to do offensively how does that thought process go in because you've mentioned all three phases and how they complement one another
3: yes to win and win championships you have to have a program that works together and uh when my, my six years as a head coach, we always either you know, led the conference in total defense or scoring defense. And I think that's because of the way we structure practice. We want to build a program that, uh, number one, nurtures quarterback development, but then number two, allows the defense to have success. You know, if you look across the country, teams that run so-called air raid, you know, they have a hard time playing great defense mm-hmm. usually because they only see four wide receivers every day in practice. Teams that run the option on offense sometimes have trouble stopping passing teams because they don't see that in practice every day. So we want to be an offense that's multiple, that lines up in spread set, but lines up in power set. number one, because we want to have the toolbox offensively to do whatever the job takes. But number two, that also allows our defense to be able to see and develop a plan you know, to go against whatever they might see during the season. So we all work together on that. And uh, we'll be announcing our D coordinator soon. I know there's been a lot of rumors out there. He's a good man. I can't, you know, can't go into it right now. We haven't announced it officially. good man, sharp mind, uh, very well thought of by some big name, big name coaches. Some are head coaches. Some are – some of the top defensive coaches in football and uh we're
2: just excited to get it coach we can't thank you enough here on the podcast for letting us steal 20 minutes of your time uh welcome to southern miss and once again uh we appreciate your time for, here for the podcast all right
3: thank you guys so much i look forward to doing it again soon thank get you to coach.
2: The top, Baby, there you go thank you coach uh-